0: Hello. Kayla? Hey, how's it going? Ah, it's going very well. How are you? Doing pretty well. Oh, so welcome to the Itchy Ginger. I'm glad we uh, finally were able to hook up. There's a lot of back feed. Are you on your phone? I Should I go to a laptop? Oh, nope. There you go. i, I get you now. It's just going in and out.
1: Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me all right?
0: Now I can hear you. All right.
1: I left a different spot. (laughs) Okay. So how's it going? It's going all right. I had my doctor's visit today.
0: And how did that go?
1: Um, he had me, um, he has an order of blood work to get done. And he also gave me anti anxiety medication, which has been helping. Okay.
0: Well, that's good. I, I, I used to take Valium myself. Um, but due to the fact that I'm on pain medicine now, they won't allow me to take Valium anymore. So I have to stick with my pain medication because honestly, it's, it's much more needed at this point for me.
1: I completely understand that.
0: So how far along are you into, into TSW?
1: Well, when I first noticed my skin flare, um, it was 2016, uh, late March of 2016. Okay. Um, I continued with steroids until, uh, November of 2018. Oh, wow. And, and um, cause I honestly didn't know what was going on and I was also pregnant at the time. Um, from 2017 and delivered in
0: 2018.
1: I can only imagine
0: what the spike in hormones during pregnancy would do to your skin.
1: Um, with my first one, it was completely awful. Um, I had a second child recently, five months ago, and my skin was perfect, except for my face and neck.
0: Really? Well, congratulations! That's awesome. Thank you. Um. Yeah, it's it's weird how the face and neck seem to be – it's like everybody I talk to clear up and everything gets going well. And then it's just like the face and neck tend to be that. And I think it's because it's more exposed than everything else. You can keep everything else pretty well covered. and ex- The exposure to all the elements, I think, is what really does it. And I'm not sure, but it just seems like that makes a little bit of sense.
1: Yeah, that seems logical. I, however, I did not use steroids on my face until maybe a couple months before I actually stopped steroids in general. So I don't know oh, if really? it was because I last or I don't know if it's because people use it longer than, like, on their face. Right. You know what I mean? The fact that... <laughs>
0: The fact that we were ever told it was okay to put it on our faces is what drives me absolutely bonkers today.
1: And now, because of taking oral prednisone, I have cataracts. Oh, (laughs) shit. Yeah. I'm getting, I have a consultation February 17th for surgery. So.
0: Oh, God. I've, yeah, I've, I've been through that same thing. It's just not with cataracts. I had to have my hip replaced because of oral steroids. Goodness gracious. And I just found out that I have scoliosis and arthritis in my
1: back. Oh wow!
0: Yeah, so lots of fun. <laughs> it's, this disease is it. It's it takes a lot out of people, and, and it's not just the skin. So,
1: right. That's, that's the thing I like to, to drive
0: home: is it's not just skin related anymore. It's it's done so much damage to our internal organs and joints and everything that it's just it's very unfair
1: right and also mentally like i i honestly was very vain about my face like i was always doing my makeup and you know making myself look pretty but then when my face got all flaky and red and you know discolored it was more like now who am i
0: absolutely Absolutely. I I became such a recluse just because I was so embarrassed. I mean,
1: it's terrible. It's terrible. Yes, it is. I I agree. I became a recluse as well.
0: I don't know how to explain to people, you know, I I would rather sit in bed all day and just hide away from the world than have to explain to people what's really going on because it's just so hard. So what tell me about tell me about your journey in general and and, and kind of how you've coped with this and and some of the things that you've had to go through.
1: All right. Um well, I was fine until I moved to Chicago in late March of 2016. And you moved um, from Ohio. I live Ohio. Um, near Youngstown, Ohio. Okay. Um I moved to Chicago Um, to be with my family on my dad's side and to reevaluate my life. I had just lost a five-year job. I didn't know really what to do with myself anymore. So I kind of just up and moved. And um, I ended up going to school for massage therapy. Okay. Um, So I am a licensed clinical massage therapist. I also... While I was out there, took care of um, elderly women with Down syndrome, and uh, a lot of them were in wheelchairs. Um, I've had a job also at a bar with my dad, um, just trying to keep my mind busy for my skin. And... I want to say about a week after I ended up moving to Chicago, my skin became completely inflamed, like from head to toe, did not know what was going on with me. My grandma took me to her doctor and she, or he, I'm sorry, he ordered blood work for me and uh, immediately put me on a shot of uh, steroids, uh, oral prednisone and cream. Of course. Um, which I've backstory have always had eczema since I was a baby. Um, six months old is when my mom, by doctor's advisory, told him told her to use uh, steroids on me. So six months old, I was using steroids.
0: Oh Jesus!
1: On and off. Um. Fast forward, I kind of have my skin under control with the with the steroids i'm all right i'm happy sometimes when i stop it was kind of like i would get red again and i didn't really understand why my skin was doing this um every three to four months for the next three years they were giving me shots oral prednisone and cream to use i moved from chicago in june late june of 2017 To back to Ohio to live with my boyfriend and same doctor, not same doctors, but same thing. The doctors that I talked to, I would tell them what the doctors previously told me to do and what they gave me and they did the same exact thing. Uh I found a dermatologist after I got pregnant. Um, He told me to do bleach baths, which is a half a cup of bleach in a full bathtub and to soak for no less than five minutes and no more than a half hour. And what it did was help fight infections or bacteria that could have overgrown them. And he said that it was the safest thing that he could think of at the time because I was pregnant. It was my first. Um. I ended up, I think it was seven months into my pregnancy, I couldn't take the pain anymore, the skin redness, the, the itching, the intense itching. So yeah. I ended up a steroid shot at seven months pregnant. Oh, God. Um, then my daughter was born three days before her due date which I was thankful for. She lasted that long. <laughs> right. And um, then after that, I was a lot better, not nearly as good as I could have been, but a lot better. Uh, then I found out when my daughter was nine months old, that I was pregnant again. And instead of going to the dermatologist that I had gone to before, I found a new one. And she put down that I had psoriatic arth- psoriatic eczema, wow. and she got me UV blue light therapy, which uh, was deemed completely safe for pregnancy. So right. went three times a week for eight weeks, and it cleared all of my skin from collarbone down. Um. Like I said, my face, it's gone through its cycles itself, not my full body, but just my face and neck. I want to say maybe once a month, I'll go through maybe a three-day flare Okay. have okay. Uh, flakes and redness. I know whenever I get stressed, I, uh, I start getting red and inflamed and overheated. Right. And i noticed whenever I get overheated, then I have hives and I yeah. start itching. So was, but, um, are you still doing the <laughs> therapy? I am not. I started um, mid-February of 2018 and finished, I think, before June Okay. Of 2018 okay. and um, it increased every 10 seconds. Yeah. So I think I ended off, I want to say at 240, two minutes, 40 seconds. Gotcha. Cause I,
0: I have a home therapy unit um, that my insurance was approved me for. It's just a single panel. Um, and I'm, I'm doing three minutes um, every three days or three times a week. And that with high dose vitamin C has just absolutely changed my entire world.
1: Yes, I've also taken, um, I have a vitamin C and then I have a vitamin C coupled with D and magnesium. And then I have a primrose oil that I take. Gotcha. And it's, it's been keeping me pretty even, I want to say. <laughs>
0: Very good. I like hearing I like hearing it when people start to get to that kind of other side of this and then are able to start living life again because that's such an important part of this is is getting through the hard times and kind of finding your way again, you know 'cause
1: it it gets really right. dark there for a while. oh, it does it was more of a why me, why does this happen? yeah, like why skin hurting. I want to sit in the dark and do nothing all day.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And even when I had my my first daughter, like my first child, I have a a daughter and a son. Um, with my daughter, she, she was honestly the only thing that would keep me calm whenever I held her. Yeah. Um, at, If I didn't have her in my arms, I was more like I would shiver. Yeah. Like with withdrawal symptoms, shiver, and I couldn't sleep and couldn't eat, and just fatigue and tiredness all the time. Yeah. No matter how much I slept, it was ridiculous.
0: I was the same way with my son, because my son was born January 5th of 2017, and that's really when the shit hit the fan for me. I was at my worst at that point, and...
1: So when he was an infant,
0: I would just lay there and hold him, and it was the only time that I was really comfortable.
1: Right. And I don't know what it what it is, but they they just make it so easy to just relax.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if it's just that. I, I I think it's the same thing that they go through, where it's just that bonding and that skin on right skin to skin. You know? skin Mm -hmm. because I'll tell you right now when you feel like you're a a loaf of bread rising in the oven that is the worst gosh darn feeling I've ever felt in my entire life
1: it is it's anxiety inducing and panic inducing
0: and then they tell you you know that you've got to reduce your stress and it's like how in the fuck am I supposed to reduce my stress when I feel like I'm on fire
1: Right. When I feel like my internal organs are roasting inside of me, how am I supposed to calm down? Absolutely.
0: It's just, (laughs) it's the most counterintuitive thing in the world. They're like, reduce your stress and don't scratch. Okay, jackass.
1: How am I not supposed to scratch? It's just everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: it's the biggest mindfuck in the history of the world. It really is, TSW, especially because. You don't know what the timeline is. You don't know if it's gonna go away. You don't know if you're gonna get better. And even if you do get better, it's like when is that gonna happen? And I it's just oh man. I I could just go through it every day. I, I would just sit there and go, My God, this has gotta be the worst of it. It's it's you know, I mean, it can't possibly get worse. And the next day it was like, Oh shit, I shouldn't have said that.
1: Right. Because the next day you wake up and you scratch yourself to death in your sleep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's God awful. And and the thing is, I've said it in all my, in in several podcasts, it's like, you're almost terrified to go to sleep because of what you know Mm -hmm. you're going to do when you get to sleep. Right. It's like you know that you're you're so exhausted that you have to go to sleep, but you know as soon as you wake up, you're, you're screwed. Your face has fallen off and your skin is just, it's so bad.
1: <laughs> you know, unfortunately, um, a period between me having my daughter and me having my son, I ended up sleeping on the couch. Yeah. It was cooler for me to sleep. I wasn't as hot sleeping next to my husband. Right. Uh, so he's a furnace. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and being under the covers and then taking them off and taking putting them on yep. and just freezing cold. And every time you move your head, if you, if you sleep on one side, move over to the other, it's just like your face is sweaty. And yep. Uh, now, let me so ask you.
0: How has he handled this? He handled
1: this. Um, uh, he he's a good sport about it. He doesn't completely understand, and he doesn't completely believe, but he knows the way I'm feeling. Because I tell him, like, "Hey, I can't do this today." Like I you know, you're going to have to take care of the kids today because I need like time for myself. Right. He'll, he'll step up and he'll do what he needs to do.
0: That's good. It's, it's a hard thing for caretakers. Um, thankfully, my mom dealt with eczema when she was a child. So she knew kind of what I was going through just with the, just essentially with the itch. You know, nobody, nobody can fully understand what we're going through. You know, but she at least knew the ins and outs of it, so she has been just huge when it comes to my support system and and taking care of me and making sure that I had everything I needed. But um, man, Oday, I, I I feel so bad for people that don't have that support system.
1: I know. I see. I saw this one post. I don't remember the person's name, but they said that their husband their spouse wanted to not be with them anymore and I felt that that hurt because I could only imagine not being with the person that was supposed to support me for the rest of my life absolutely absolutely
0: and you know it's in sickness and in health and it's unfortunately the constitution of marriage is so different than what it was back in the 40s 50s 60s you know it's people right. get married and they just they take those vows for granted and it's really sad because we don't deserve that you know my I just ex want to be that. my ex fiance <laughs> was so callous to us and it wasn't even like i wanted to go sleep on the couch she made me go sleep on the couch she was just like i can't handle this you got to get out of the bed and just no empathy no nothing it was just Man, I I can't even describe how callous she was.
1: That's kind of how my husband was at first. He was like, You're tossing and turning, you're keeping me up at night, I have to be at work, I have to work tens today, like you're killing me here. And I'm just like, you know what? I'll just go sleep on the couch. Right. <laughs> I'll I'll go do this for you so you can go to sleep.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Let me go be sick somewhere else.
1: Right. And I ended up Um, I want to say it was with halfway through my first pregnancy, I ended up starting stretching and doing squats and it just kept me focused on my breathing. And that helped so much because it ended up putting me to sleep at night, at least for a few hours. For sure. And
0: unfortunately it's taken me this long to figure that out. But I do find when I work out, I stretch and I do a little meditation that I am so much better off at the end of the day.
1: The whole reason why I ended up going to the doctors today was because I was questioning myself about... um, I was reading about adrenal insufficiency. Okay. And it's almost the same exact symptoms as what we're going through. The only thing that was unexplainable for me for a couple days was the intense itch. Like, why are we itchy? Anhydrosis is the lack of sweating. um, Or sweating in one specific area and not body-wide. And I sweat in my pits only. Oh, really? In my armpits. So sweaty, but that's the only place that I'm sweating at. So I write up on the vasodilation and how it affects the nervous system well it ends up affecting the nerves that surround our pores so it, it ends up creating an intense itch so I was I went to the doctor today to get an adrenal test done to see oh. if that was playing oh. a factor Is, so
0: how long do you think it's gonna be before you get the results of that test back
1: well, I have the orders for the blood tests. Um, I can go today and get the blood test done, but he said it takes about four weeks to get the blood results back. Okay. He has me one second. He has me doing a couple of preliminary blood examinations. It's um vitamin D, cortisol, C B C with differential platelets. Yep. ATH plasma, the composition of metabolic plate panels, TSH and free T4 and lipid panel. And he said to begin with, this would kind of tell us if we need to do more testing or not. Right. He said right. the extent of adrenal testing would be, <laughs> he told me, peeing in a jug for 24 hours and examining that urine from that 24 hours yeah they had me say that with my
0: endocrinologist
1: yeah he he told me we want to save that as the last result because that's kind of gross He was like and then (laughs) if any of these results come back positive then he'll he'll put me with an endocrinologist and that's what we're going to have to do (laughs) yeah it's so
0: frustrating the, the time that you have to spend trying to get answers, and then it's almost like what you know. I do all this shit, and then I don't even get the answers I want.
1: Exactly, like I've been wondering for almost five years now, like what's going on with me,
0: right? Right, and
1: uh, CSW is definitely the def the most definitive answer that I can come up with because yeah. it fits all the symptoms that I'm feeling. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you know, that doesn't mean that in, that's, that's another thing I guess I found kind of frustrating with the site is you, you talk to people and they're like, you know, unfortunately the only thing that, that heals TSW is time. And I do certain, I, in, in certain aspects, I do agree with that. But then again, it's like, okay, but we still need to find out, the, the underlying issue of, of some of these things. Mm-hmm. So my adrenal function, are my adrenal glands destroyed because of all the immunosuppressants and steroids? And if so, how do we fix that?
1: Yep. That's why I went to the doctor today was to ask that question. And he was just as clueless as I was. So he was very readily to, uh, to get these tests done and answer those questions. Well, that's huge.
0: And that's awesome that you have a doctor that's being supportive because a lot of them just...
1: No, you know, what we really need to do is more steroids. <laughs> I, I am so glad that I have... It's a family practice that I go to. He, It's him and his uncle, and they're such a very good team. <laughs> That's awesome. So they're anywhere from pediatric work to chiropractic work. Like they're pretty good. Very cool. Now, how old are your kids now? Um, I have... My daughter will be two on April 10th this year. And my son just turned five months on the 27th of this month.
0: God bless you. God oh, bless you. that is a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. That They're is a lot. Days.
0: Thankfully, my daughter's seven, oh, so seven. She's a pretty big help when it comes to my son. But for the first two years, it was pretty rough. So I yeah, can, only, nice. and I I've been a single dad since this started. So I haven't had a lot of help. My mom's been helping me with my uh, with my kids as much as possible, but I don't have a spouse that's been helping me. You know, so it's it's been pretty rough. So I I, I don't know. I don't know if I I don't know that I would want to do it again. I tell you that.
1: I talk, as soon as I delivered my son, I looked at my husband and I was like, please, I'm well. <laughs> no more. Yes. One boy, one girl were perfect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got
0: what we wanted. Let's be done now.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I have my grandma living with us right now. So it's me, and my husband, and my grandma. So they have. On the clock, care when they need it. That's awesome, and that's more important. With for me, is it's it's not too important for me to get. Like, yes, I need my self care, and I do take my hour before I go to bed to stretch and do my squats. But it's definitely more important for the kids to have somebody that'll actually take care of them without freaking out. <laughs> oh, for sure.
0: And I mean, it's got to be such a stress reliever just knowing. That you have that this, I can, yeah, yeah, you can take care of yourself, and and that's that's the number one thing is I think aside from time is reducing your stress through this disease because, as we all know, stress is the biggest thing that, that really affects the itchiness and the, the overall health of your microbiome. So and that's
1: another reason why I question my adrenal efficiency because if I'm stressed then it's my body is supposed to release a flight or fight hormone. And with that cortisol, I'm supposed to be able to calmly take care of the situation as quick as possible. Yep. But I can't even wake up without feeling the need to scratch my whole entire body off without feeling the need that I have to wash to do something. Right.
0: Well, and I, I found when, especially for the first 18 months when it got real bad. The only thing that made me feel better was a burning hot shower. Yes. And yes. that yes. is the most yes. productive thing you can do. <laughs> yes. But because I was all
1: you're doing tearing that biome off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But I would sit on the floor of the shower and I would sob and just yep. let the water run over me because it's the only thing that made that thing made the itching and burning go away. And then, of course, immediately when you get out, it all comes right back. So I would just, I, mean, was, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight showers a day sometimes. You know, I just, I couldn't stop.
1: The only things that I took at the beginning were the bleach baths that my dermatologist uh, told me to do. And yeah. then after my bleach, I would get up and take a shower. Yeah. Um, always been more of the natural uh, moisturization so I use shea butter. I use the yellow shea butter.
0: Oh, that oh, stuff made me itch
1: so bad. Oh, made me itch in the beginning as well because it holds in the heat. Right. <laughs> and I didn't know that until, mm, I want to say maybe five months in of pregnancy. Yeah. And I understood that it was causing me to itch way more than it should have.
0: Yep. It was, uh, I, I would put it on and it was pretty rough. Oh,
1: yeah. Just itch it right off.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or I would just go jump in the shower to get it off, you know?
1: I can't I'll tell you how many creams and lotions that I've gone through. I even went through zinc oxide, like I, anything that touched my skin. I ended up going through, uh, my own version of moisture withdrawal. Yeah. Um, as I was pregnant, I went through I, I upped my water take for sure water hydrated but I completely stopped showering and moisturizing i would uh I would use wipes to clean myself off with or or rags um, but I would stay out of the water in general uh I think it was maybe within the first month I started noticing that my skin was producing its own oils again. And it wasn't as unbearable to deal with. Right. I could definitely made sure that I upped my water because and it, it, it ended up hydrating my skin in the end. For sure. And I, I drink a shit
0: ton of water. Ton of water. Um, it's it's almost to the point to where I feared, like, drowning myself at one point.
1: But Because you're chugging it because you're so thirsty.
0: Yeah, all the time. I mean, I, I had cotton mouth 24-7. It's just, slowly but surely my symptoms are fading. Like, I was able to take a shower last night. And I was like, I'm just going to see what happens when I get out of the shower if I can put nothing on. And I didn't put any moisturizer on last night, and I slept for like six hours. It was a, it was glorious.
1: I bet it was absolutely I, uh, glorious. I to t- I ended showers. I want to say the same. I want to say November of twenty seventeen, and I ended up starting showers back up again June of twenty nineteen. Only because we went on a family vacation and I went in the pool and went in the ocean. So after I got out of the shower, I was very scared to see what the results were, but I ended up being kind of okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that's another thing too, is when I do, um, I I didn't have a, I didn't have a bath in my house for the first two years going through this. I literally just got a, it's, it's a kind of a, a blow-up spa that you put in your shower. Because we have two showers. My mom decided when she remodeled her bathroom that she was going to take the only bath we had out because my nephew has cerebral palsy and he was having an issue stepping over the 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 bath. So she took it out and built a shower. And I'm like, God, why did you take the bath out? I need to take a bath so bad. And so for the first 18 months, I just had to suffer in the shower until we found this blow up bath online. And so I started taking apple cider vinegar baths. I'll put about a cup and a half of apple cider vinegar in the bath with me. And I'll tell you right now, that takes all the dead skin off and it makes me feel so freaking smooth. It's absolutely amazing. And it's also got the antibacterial effects of bleach and it's not
1: bleach. <laughs> you seen the mother's brags. The What's mother's that? brags. The mother's the brags. brags. Yeah, yeah. Um, whenever I kinda first started in twenty sixteen when I didn't know what was going on. I ended up um, taking showers, and I would put a little bit of vinegar on my washcloth, and then put water on it, and then like gently rub it on my body, and then rinse it off. So instead of taking like bath baths, I was like doing that, and it ended up turning me off of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, can't, I can't smell vinegar without gagging. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: it's my my daughter hates it. She's like, Daddy, what did you put in there? That's
1: gross.
0: <laughs> You know, after
1: a while, it's
0: like. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, it's it's definitely unbecoming, but you know it, it helps so much that I deal with it. Right. But like I said, I mean, I've done I've done some crazy shit trying to get rid of this and trying to help myself to the point to where like uh, one of my doctors told me that urine urea is good for itching and and like skin inflammation, which. I've heard that before because if you get stung by a jellyfish, you're supposed to pee on the site and stop the sting. So, I mean, there was one point where I was literally peeing on myself try- in the shower, trying to get, <laughs> trying to get it to like not itch anymore. So I'm like, I'm standing in the shower, thinking to myself, "You are just fucking going crazy, dude. What are you doing right now?
1: Peeing all over yourself. I'm just
0: peeing on myself. Don't worry about it, guys. But you know, it's like." I've done everything else, so why not? Right? Might as well. Anything that
1: really help.
0: Anything. And I mean anything that gives me relief is welcome. (laughs) I don't care how crazy it is. You know, if somebody told me to hold my breath and jump on one foot and rub my tummy at the same time for an hour, I'd do it.
1: Exactly. Did that end up helping at all? Did you feel less of an intense itch with the with peeing on yourself? hundred
0: percent, hundred percent. It it actually works. <laughs> now I'm not going to well. sit there and tell everybody to pee in a cup and dump it on themselves, but you know, I mean, dang, what works mm. works. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty crazy, but it does have, and you know, they actually make a urea cream. It's a cream called urea. And it's got I don't know what from what biological standpoint that it is, but it, <laughs> it's got urine in it, so
1: <laughs> I would definitely hope more animal urine than human I, urine. I would
0: like to think they don't have like a factory full of guys pissing in a barrel, but you know who knows at this <laughs> point. <laughs> So when it came to the depression, that's, I like, I, I want to get everybody's kind of take on what they did during those moments where they didn't feel, you know what I mean? Like what happened yeah. and, and how did you get through that?
1: Well, my major depression point was definitely during my first pregnancy. Um, I want to say it was, it was because first of all, I was helpless. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was going on with my body um every time i went to the dermatologist he gave he just gave me more steroid cream yeah. he would omit the prednisone and the shot obviously but he gave me um was it try try or something like that
0: yeah.
1: yeah that he ended up giving me a couple tubes of that i have one that's unopened <laughs> still but um i ended up switching dermatologists because of that because he pushed steroids so often uh, but my my most depressed state was I want to say towards the mid and end now the mid and maybe up to the half mark of my daughter's life so six months of, up to my daughter's life I was depressed I I didn't really know how to vocalize how I felt at the time I didn't know how I felt honestly I couldn't pinpoint exactly why I was shivering why what exactly I was going through I ended up finding out I'm going to say I think she was maybe 10 months is when I found out exactly what TSW was um I ended up going on buspirone, which is an anti-anxiety antipsychotic. I was on ten milligrams twice a day, and that ended up not being enough to help. So I went on venlafaxine, which yep. is an antidepressant. Which yep. um, I want to say I was on sixty milligrams once a day. So I was on anti. Anxiety and antidepressants for about six months. And then I, I felt like it was hindering hindering me from growing as a person. Sure. I couldn't I, I don't want to say I felt lethargic because it didn't really make me feel lethargic, but it made me feel like I couldn't define myself. So I ended up wearing off of that by myself and uh, slowly became more um, a part of the world again. And when I was pregnant with my son, I started feeling it again, a little bit of the depressive state. But now that I'm, he's five months, I just got back on Um He wants me to take seven and a half milligrams for 14 days, twice a day. And then he wants me to take 15 milligrams twice a day for 30 days. To see how that works.
0: Well, and, you know, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, and I... I suffered the same way I suffered in silence um, and it
1: was that's first. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and that's the worst thing is, you know, you become reclusive um, You at, at some points. I mean, I wanted to say at some points for the most for 18 months, I was pretty much bedridden. And so you become reclusive, you're bedridden, you're in pain, in, in insurmountable amounts of pain. And you don't know why, which is the most mind-numbing part about it. You have no clue why this is happening. And Mm -hmm. then you find out why it's happening, only to find out that it could take years to fix. Exactly. So being on – having to go talk to a psychiatrist and get on some kind of medication is – I mean – I, I, I give you kudos for being able to to recognize that and do that to, to get yourself to a point where you can function properly because, you know, I was at the, I was the same way. I mean, I felt lethargic and zombified almost to where I just was like walking around in a fog and had no clue who I was anymore.
1: you yep, just barely getting through your day. Yeah, yeah. I could
0: not wait for bedtime every day. It was like, I love my kids more than anything in the world, but I could not wait to put them to bed just so I could go back to doing nothing.
1: Because you feel nothing when you sleep. So when you're sleeping, you feel so good.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Laying there with... And you know,
0: it's funny because here in Kansas City, it's... uh, During the winter time, it gets really, really cold. And... My dumb ass would be sitting outside in shorts and a t-shirt with an ice pack on my neck in 20-degree weather. And people are yeah. driving by looking at me like I'm nuts. And I'm like, I'm on fucking
1: fire, guys. <laughs> that's that's why I was so glad when I was My daughter, I was pregnant the winter. And... I would walk out in a long sleeve shirt, no jacket, and nothing, just get in my boyfriend's mom's car because we worked together. And she'd be like, where's your jacket?
0: Yep, don't need one.
1: (laughs) It's too hot. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up 20 minutes ago, and I was hurting and panicked.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. This disease, it just, there's, and the, I guess the other really frustrating part about it is trying to explain to anyone, especially doctors, what we're feeling and how, how this is affecting us is just almost impossible.
1: Right. And, and the closest I came was talking to my uncle. And he just recently, be, just recently came off of being a to pills. Um, he has a torn rotator cuff and two torn knee ACLs. Jesus. And he got one knee surgery done, but he has to have his other done. He had one surgery done for the rotator cuff, but they did the old school thing where they wrapped the tendon around and it ended up snapping. So he became addicted to pills and then he decided that he wasn't going to do them anymore. And I asked him how he felt, and I was describing how I felt to him. And he was like, Yeah, I went through the same thing, baby girl. <laughs> he said it was like flu like symptoms. You're shivering all the time. You're not hungry. You can't sleep. And I was like, Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going through right now
0: yeah that's it and then you add in the joint pain and the, the, the feeling mm. like your skin is going to tear wide open even if you smile yes,
1: yes.
0: that's the, that's I, the one I, thing I missed yeah. the most was smiling
1: I felt like I lived with a frown for so long
0: yes
1: I just recently got rid of the, the cracks that would happen on the creases of my lips on mm-hmm. the corners of my mouth Mhm. Just not healed after four years of not being able to smile or eat or laugh. Yeah. And the worst, and
0: you you're going through it because you have such young children, man. Not being able to be the parent that you want to be is
1: frustrating.
0: Not yeah. I mean, if you weren't already fucking depressed, wow, like it just adds so much more to your shit because all you want to do is love your kids and play with them. And, and you, you can't go to the park and you can't, you can't do the most mundane fucking things. It just,
1: it sucks. And I just didn't understand that at first I would take my daughter to the park and I was like, look, I cannot physically to take her up to the slide, let her slide down by herself, and then catch her at the end because I can't move that fast. Right. Every time I do, I sweat, like I my body itches so bad. Yeah. Yep. So he ended up coming to the park with me for a little bit, and we would take her for at least a half hour at a time that I at least stand it.
0: Yep. You know, and I, I definitely love ending all of these on the most positive note because through this journey that we go through, we come out the other side so much stronger, more intelligent, more able to advocate for ourselves than we ever could have prior to this happening to us. And there is an end to tsw tsw is not forever it might take a year it might take 6 years but it's gonna stop you're gonna get your health back you're gonna get your skin back you know our organs our it our bodies are such a, an amazing thing that once you match your mentality to what what you're facing and you get that positive vibe back, your healing fucking speeds up like a race car. You've got to come out of that depression and get yourself up and get yourself moving every day and tell yourself this, I'm healing
1: for today. For this moment, I'm healing. My dad had always told me growing up, it's all in your head. You are what you make you want to be like, yeah, you Want to do this? You set your mind to it; you can do it. Yep. You Never have ever since I. He's always told me.
0: That. You have to be a champion for yourself because nobody else is going to do it. You know, and so um, I, I just, I can't say enough. Like the past month, I have been out of bed every day. I force myself, no matter whether I'm in pain or not, and the bottoms of my feet are still split open and it hurts to walk, but I find that once I'm on my feet for about 30 minutes, the pain goes away. I stop feeling Once my- you kind of ignore it, then you, then you ignore it. Exactly. It just, it just becomes a part of your routine. And, and it's not, but my God, when you hyper focus on something and you become OCD
1: about it, it's hard not to. So, like scratching yeah as soon as you focused on scratching one spot another one itches and then another yeah. one and then all of a sudden your whole body itches you're chasing that fucking itch yep
0: it's it's so insane i've oh god and i'm, I'm sitting here scratching my belly right now as we're talking and
1: but it's, scratching it's, my it's- head
0: <laughs> <laughs> But it's not that it's not that like I'm digging it myself trying to tear my skin off anymore. It's just more like a I'm just kind of rubbing right. Yeah, I'm just tickling
1: myself. I think, I think the longer it goes, the less intense itch it is for
0: sure. 100%. 100%. And I and I've noticed since I started taking these high dose vitamin C, the itching is really starting to subside. Um I feel bad for everybody in my house because I am trying not to shit my pants every day, but <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's cleaning me out. And I'm becoming more regular and you know, I'm an open book. I'll tell everybody about my shit, but I, I would recommend to everybody get on high dose vitamin C as soon as possible because it will change your life.
1: I think that's how all we all are right now is we're all to the point where We'll just tell you whatever is going on right now. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) we can't do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Man, I I itched my armpits for like 20 minutes yesterday.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, you know, I was so terrified at the beginning of this to show pictures of myself. Because I didn't want anybody to see what I was going through. Because I was just like, my God, I look like Quasimodo got into a freaking fire attack, you know? So it took me probably, I don't know, probably about a year and a half before I started sharing photos on on Facebook. But I, I, I realized that once I did start sharing, that it was helping people. It was helping people understand that they weren't the only ones that looked like that. They weren't the only ones going through that. And then I started this podcast. And it was like, holy shit, man, the feedback I'm getting is just, it's its insane. I mean, I've had my podcast listened to over a thousand times now. And that is huge for a niche market that I'm in, you know? Yes, definitely.
1: I honestly um, recommended your podcast earlier today. Oh. Um, so they had asked how they could advocate better for themselves. And I told them that you started a podcast. And I gave them your... Thank you. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, that's
0: and that's the only reason I'm doing this. It's not it's not fame, glory, money, none of that shit. Yeah, I just want to help as many people understand that steroids are bad. TSW is not forever, and that you got to keep a positive vibe in your life. You got to keep you got to keep your happiness. You got to hold on to that happiness, and you got to hold on to hope and you just
1: five. like me i couldn't stop working i worked at a car dealership up in the office with 15 other women yeah and i was one of the two youngest women up in that office like you gotta you just gotta push if if you have something that you have to look for like i had my children yeah you gotta work right yep You just got to push yourself. Sometimes it's hard. as hell to get out of bed. And other times it's like, all right, I got to do this. Yep.
0: I, you know, it's, I mean, before it would take me five or six hours a day just to get out of bed, take a shower, and then get back back in bed and feel sorry for myself. And now I flip the covers off, I jump out of bed, I take a minute-long shower, I get dressed, and I start my day. So... This is not forever, guys. This gets so much better. And we are, we are, we are surviving. Man. We are the strongest people in the world. We're gonna get
1: Honestly, I, I took a shower right before you called <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oops. man, I, would, I just got off of a midnight shift. I got off at 9 a.m. this morning. I had my doctor's appointment at 11.30. By the time I got home, I was like, I'm starting to get itchy. I'm going to take a shower. Hell, yeah. Well, Kayla,
0: I can't tell you enough how thankful I am that we finally got this done. And I appreciate your story so much. And God bless you. And I hope that you really start to heal a lot quicker and you get to love those babies. And, you know, just keep on keeping on. And I want to do another podcast with you as soon as you find out the results from your adrenal possibly.
1: So keep in touch that mothers are often worried about their their child's rashes on my mommy's group page. And it's it's so disarming to see a lot of other mothers request them to use over-the-counter hide, So I've been advocating the fact that, hey, I've gone through this, please be careful.
0: Yes, do your research. Be very diligent when it comes to your children. And get a second opinion. Always get a second opinion. Well, Kayla, well, you take care of yourself. And please, God, keep keep doing what you're doing because you're doing the right thing.
1: I will definitely keep in touch with you and let you know how I'm doing. And we'll definitely set up another another meeting.
0: Sounds good. Will you take care. And uh, we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you.
1: Bless you. All right. God bless. Bye-bye.